It's episode 14 of the ADR Spamcast. According to ATP this week, anything hosted at .info is basically spam. Just as a reminder, you can find my spam at brianhamilton.info, where I've got all of my blog posts and movie reviews and episodes of this podcast hosted, as well as links to where you can find hot singles in your area. Usually on this podcast, I do a lot of things that relate to whatever I do in my life, reviews I write, movies I watch. There really hasn't been much going on in my life lately, especially over this three-day weekend. It's fantastic, but I haven't been watching a lot of things. Except for Frozen on Friday night, but... Am I doing an episode about Frozen now? Yeah, I think I'm doing an episode about Frozen. Frozen, the best animated movie of the last year. Back in high school, which was really only two years ago, that's, that's really strange to think about, but anyway... Back in high school, I had a ton of friends who were diehard Disney fans, which I thought was strange because, you know, we all grow up on Disney and we all watch these movies when we're kids, but then here we are in high school and there's this huge resurgence of popularity, but they were all relatively old movies, things like Mulan and Lion King and Beauty and the Beast that were from our childhood, but nothing very recent. The most recent thing that people really loved was Tangled. And now here's Frozen, which everyone's starting to rave about. It came out Thanksgiving weekend, and it didn't really get traction among my group of friends at least until at least a month and a half later. From my perspective, most people didn't really think very highly of it just because, you know, it was another animated Disney movie and they weren't doing that well, especially now that Pixar's really not doing that well. Their last few movies have been kind of lame. But then positive reviews came in and then it really started to gain traction and people started to talk a lot more about it. And it's still playing in theaters and doing fairly strong, you know, three months after its release. I think Frozen also has the problem that WALL-E had. It had a fantastic beginning and first act, but then the last act is really kind of meh. The movie opens on Anna and Elsa. They're the princesses of this kingdom, and Elsa has these magical powers, these magical snow powers, that she doesn't really have control over yet. The inciting incident of the movie is that um, Elsa strikes Anna with her ice beam, and it's really scary because she actually, you know, harmed her sister. So the family gets Anna's memory erased of any of Elsa's ice powers, and they spend the next 10-15 years very grown apart. All of this is done very deftly with a single song called Do You Want to Build a Snowman, and it's so cute, but it's really sad if you really think about it. This is probably the one song you've all heard from someone that loves the movie. They go, do you want to build a snowman? And you're like, wait, what? And then they start singing the song or start explaining it to you. This is what musicals do to people. The movie picks up again at Elsa's coronation day as she's about to become queen, and Anna's really excited that the castle doors are going to be open, but Elsa's terrified about her ice powers and how they're going to affect the day. And this is where the movie takes a really interesting, introspective left turn. The music in the movie is so catchy and really, really good. Let It Go is Idina Menzel's song that is nominated for an Oscar, and if you ask me as much as I love her and the song in that, I feel like this really deserves to win. Again, my only problem with the movie is that the ending isn't nearly as strong as the beginning and middle. Right after Let It Go, which takes place fairly early in the movie, there's only two more songs. And it's really annoying because I want more songs in that last act. It just plays it very straight and the plot just kind of unfolds as the movie comes to a close. Maybe that was intentional because Let It Go is such a damn good song that they can't really beat it. But even in terms of plot, it doesn't really do as many interesting things after Let It Go. So again, just like Wally, it has this fantastic setup, but then deals with it in a very 
boring way. Well, I think boring is a little bit too harsh because in comparison to the beginning, it feels boring. But compared to most other movies, it's a perfectly fine way to do things. I don't want to spoil anything, but it ends very cleanly. It ends very much like you'd expect. But regardless, it's a fantastic movie. Certainly much better than most of the stuff Pixar's been doing in the past few years. Oh god, I really want to get into this movie a lot more, but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. How would you guys feel about a little bit of a spoiler episode? Really, imaginary audience member? You wouldn't mind if I spoiled Frozen? Alright, well thanks for listening today. Please tune out now if you have not seen Frozen. You guys are still here? Perfect, let's talk spoilers. So I hope you guys understand what I mean when I say that I feel like the ending is a little quote-unquote boring, just because, you know, the girl gets the guy, and then the guy gets the girl, and then everything's very happy in the kingdom. I guess it has to be like that because it's a Disney movie. It's rated G or PG or something. Upon my third time re-watching it this weekend, I started to see Elsa's powers as a metaphor for anxiety. Her M.O. is all about hiding away from everybody else because of this thing about herself she's terrified of. And in the end, the moral of the story is true love will mend a frozen heart. Yeah, I know, again, that's a little cliche, but it works for this, I guess, because it's frozen. Then again, her heart is frozen, but she still loves people. She loves Anna enough to keep her away from herself, because she's terrified of the things that she can do. So she's not this horrible, bitter ice queen person, she's just scared. So she's a very relatable character. But I can totally see a version of this movie where Elsa is a villain, and everyone has to go after her, and she would be like the final boss battle of the movie. People still do go after her in this, but they're scared of her as much as she's scared of herself, and it's all a miscommunication. The only person that's really trusting in her enough to go after her is Anna. She wants to go up into the mountain and then talk to her sister, talk her down, try to convince her to unfreeze the kingdom. So the fact that the movie really focuses on Elsa so much and gives her the song Let It Go to sing about it, I feel like the ice thing is a much more complicated thing than just, you know, a cold heart or whatever. It's something that is really uncharted territory for Disney movies. Speaking of uncharted territory and um, inverting expectations, now that I can talk spoilers, I love the fact that they call Anna out on wanting to marry this guy the second that they meet. Everyone really says to her, wait, you can't marry a guy you just met, even though people have been doing that in Disney movies for 50, 60 years. And at the end of the movie, instead of marrying this traitor guy from the Southern Isles immediately, she went the much more natural path of falling in love with this guy who she met trying to find Elsa. And even then, it's not necessarily like love love, like Disney love that's been in movies for years. It's been at least a week or so after the events of the movie because Kristoff has his new sled, and then the movie ends with a kiss. Not a marriage or like a big proposal of love or anything, but just a simple kiss. I could go on and on about how much I love this movie and all the little details I've picked up over the course of watching it, but I have to go write an essay and we're seven and a half minutes in on this episode. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>